Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hello, Heather Lindsay here and welcome to this week's episode of Your Calm Parenting Toolbox. I'm really looking forward to bringing you today's episode which is on a special topic of interest of mine and almost every mum out there is how we can look after ourselves more when we've got kids running around. How do we fit in that elusive self-care? Now, as mums, our lives are some of the busiest around. You know, we're running around after the kids, entertaining them, educating them, and of course, looking after their needs 24 hours a day. Maybe a little less involved as they get older, but we're still there for them. Plus, of course, there's looking after the house, the laundry, keeping a loving and connected relationship with our partner or husband if we have one, connecting with friends and family, and looking after ourselves in there so much to fit within a day. Now mums are magicians. So a mum with two kids is looking after the 24-hour needs of herself and her two kids, which is a total of 72 hours of care that she has to fit into a 24-hour period. It is mathematically impossible. So what happens? A mum will often sacrifice her own self-care in order to look after everyone else. And it's really too common and I see it in almost every mum who comes to work with me. The problem with this is, is that the mum who is run down and not looking after herself cannot really be an effective parent because she has nothing left in reserve to give to her children. She's often more cranky, feeling more resentful, quick to anger, feels frustrated. And these are the mums who quite often end up yelling at their kids. You know, they're feeling more unsatisfied with their lives um, and they're predisposed to burnout, fatigue. And if they've got young children, uh, perinatal depression in that first year after birth. And then as they get older into parenting depression. So really self-care needs to be the backbone of any mum's journey through motherhood. But how can a mum look after herself when she is so busy? Now, you may be one of the lucky ones to have a partner or husband who will take the kids on the weekend or in the evenings. Maybe you don't. Regardless of this, self-care is something that you should be including in your daily routine. It's a must and is ultimately non-negotiable. The key is to have a range of activities that you can fit within the normal constraints of a day to help refresh and energize you. So today in this episode, I want to give you 25 simple ways to practice self-care. The first one, say no. If it isn't important to you or doesn't have to be done immediately, then say no. When you say no, you set up and strengthen your boundaries, which is an important self towards self-respect. And when you say no to something that you don't want to be doing, you actually allow yourself time and permission to say yes to the things that you really want to be doing and that actually matter to you. Number two, ask for help. No mum is an island. 
call a friend or a family member and ask if they can help you look after the kids or help around the house. You may find that most people really love to have the opportunity to help. You just have to ask. Three, delegate. If your children aren't helping you around the house, then perhaps it's time to rally the troops. Even a toddler or a preschooler can help to clear dishes from the table or help you pack away the toys. You know, often they can see it as a fun game to be played with mum. And for some older children, maybe some pocket money or promised quality one-on-one time with their parents might help to motivate them. Number four. Let's go outside. Sunshine and nature is the great pickup, especially if you find yourself inside a lot with children and you can end up getting a bit of cabin fever. Go to a park or even just sit on the balcony or in the backyard. Sunshine and fresh air really do wonders. Number five is to get some sleep. Take a nap if you've got young children and you're able to, or go to bed earlier. Turn off Facebook, turn off the TV, and go to sleep. Stop looking at the screens prior to bed and do some relaxation or meditation. All of this helps ease you into sleep and actually creates quality sleep. Don't forget to drink some water. All that running around is thirsty work and it's crucial to keep yourself hydrated to keep you running at your best. Number seven, how about you listen to some music? Put some music on in the background as you're looking after the house or playing with the kids. Get up and have a dance. Get the stress out. Number eight, eat and eat healthily. Do you spend your day just eating leftovers from your kids' meals or are you so constantly on the run and not sitting down that you're eating your meal in the car and out of your handbag? Well, stop it. Eating healthy, nutritious meals while seated at a table will help you to feel refreshed and will give your body the energy reserves it needs to have The ninth thing we can do to look after ourselves is to be stretching. You know, starting in the morning and doing it whenever you can. Take five minutes to move your body and stretch out all of those tired muscles. You know, remember to stand up tall, feel your body and your breath and just stretch. Ten, do some exercise. We all know exercise is good for us. It releases endorphins and endorphins are those beautiful feel-good hormones. It makes us feel good about ourselves, improves our weight control and it also improves the quality of our sleep and it manages stress. So exercise always gets two thumbs up. Eleven, let's start to meditate. If you're not meditating already, it's a great tool that you can use not only as self-care but to help manage parental stress which means you can stop yelling at your children. So starting with even three to five minutes once or twice a day will really help you manage stress that comes with being a mum. The twelfth little thing that we can do is taking mini breaks throughout the day. You know running from one child to the next from task to task It can really feel like we never sit down all day. And then by the time the kids are in bed, we collapse on the couch going, oh, I have no energy to do everything that I want to do or need to do. 
So the best thing is to remind ourselves to take mini breaks. So set your phone alarm. We've all got our phones around us for every couple of hours, you know, two or three hours. And just sit down for three to five minutes. Just sit. This is a great time to meditate. Just do a couple of minutes of deep breathing and just be still and then reboot. You will see an amazing improvement in how you feel about yourself and how you manage the stresses of parenting if you just take these breaks. The 13th thing we can do is actually start by planning our day more and having more of a strategic plan. So not, oh, I need to do this, this and this, but I'm going to do A, I'm going to do B, I'm going to do C and having it much more strategic. You know, if we don't plan our days, then the day controls us. We end up being reactive instead of proactive. So it's time, mummies, to put ourselves in the driver's seat and stop juggling the day's tasks and create an actionable plan. The 14th thing we can do is start to play more games. Now, if you've got your kids at home with you, play a game with them. Apart from the fact that it's a great time to connect with your child, it allows you to take time out from your daily tasks and be silly. You're allowed to be a child again and laugh. And laughter also releases that feel-good hormone endorphin. So it's just tick, tick, tick to play a game with your kids. And it's not about sacrificing the house. It's a time for connection and self-care. Multitasking is crucial to self-care. Number 15 is about having specific worry time. And as someone once told me and was very correct, when all you do is worry, all you are left with is worry. So we need to start setting aside a specific time of the day that we allocate towards worry and use this time and only this time to think about all those things that are concerning you. It takes the stress out of the hours of the day and you just say to your brain when it starts to worry, no, I'm going to think about that later. Number 16, so start to use a notepad. So mums have the daily routines and the requirements of herself and those in her family in her head. So it's going round and round and round and you're thinking about this, this and this all at once and it's using up valuable brain energy and it's making you tired, it's making you frustrated because you're thinking about what you should be doing and you're not concentrating on your kids and then something happens and then you get cranky at them and you end up yelling at them whereas really if you had been paying more attention you could have stopped everything from happening and no one would have had to yell so using a notepad is a great way to get things out of our heads so we think oh I've got to do xyz okay put it down on the notepad and then you can schedule it into your day for either later that day or tomorrow. It means that not only is it out of our head, we're also more likely not to forget it if we put it in a place that we can remember. The 17th thing that we can do is learning to accept the mess. Children are messy and I don't know any single mother's house who is ever perfectly tidy. And it's really important that we try and take the stress and the expectations of having that perfect house. So every now and again, I would really encourage you to just take a day off from cleaning and look after yourself. 
you know, relax and come back to it when you're feeling a bit more in control. Everything can wait a day. And if you've got a partner or a husband who comes home and goes, why isn't the house clean? What have you been doing all day? Well, now is the time to go, I'm on strike for 24 hours. I'm going to sit and relax. I'm not doing any cleaning and laundry. If you want it done, you can do it. And then let them see how much that you actually do by not doing it. Number 18. So let's call your friends. Let's build that support network. You know, being a mum is hard work on our own, especially if the only people you seem to talk through the day to are children. So pick up that phone and give someone a call or send them an SMS or a message on Facebook. You'll feel connected, which means you have an opportunity to offload and decrease your stress, which means your karma, which means you don't end up yelling at your children. So win-win. Now, number 19, you have heard me talk about it many times and it is practicing gratitude. So it's well reported in the psychological literature that people who feel gracious for what they have and practice gratitude report lower stress levels and a higher quality of life. So what is a gratitude practice? Get your journal out and write a list of everything that you're grateful or even just look around the room that you are in now and go over a list in your head. Getting up to number 20 now, start using affirmations. So affirmations are positive statements of self-talk and they can be that little pep talk from yourself to help you get through those rough days and use words and phrases that you have chosen that, you know, make you feel better. My favorite fallback one, which I heard from the amazing Louise Hay, was I love and accept myself exactly as I am. And every time I'm feeling down about myself, I still say that exact same affirmation. And it's been going on over 10 years now that I've been using it. And it is wonderful. Number 21. So we're coming down to the last ones here. Just take a deep breath. That's all you can do. Count to 10 and just feel the relaxation. It's simple. It's effective. And you can do it anywhere. And no one else would even have to know. Number 22 is one that can be a little bit controversial and hard to do. Turn off Facebook have a social media free day or afternoon or a week or even a month connect with the people in your real life take yourself away from the comparison of other mums or feeling less than perfect which can happen when all we do on social media is often see people's lives through a positive filter because they're really not sharing those rough times you know, go back to social media, go back to Facebook when you're feeling calmer and when you actually want to be there, not because you've got a mini addiction to it, as so many of us do. Okay, the last couple here, we've got number 23, reward yourself. You know, buy something special for you at the shops. Now, I hear too many times, oh, I'm still wearing my maternity clothes and the kids have gotten new clothes this season or they get new shoes and I don't get new shoes. Well, buy something for you. You deserve clothing, shoes, 
new underwear when you need it, socks, um, stuff for your hair, some new lippy perhaps. You deserve to be looked after. Number 24 is really important. Accept yourself as you are. We are only human and no mum is perfect. Trust your mummy instinct and do what you know is right for yourself, your kids and your family and try to stop listening to anyone else who says otherwise. And the final thing that we can do to help practice self-care is to remind ourselves of our achievements. Give yourself a pat on the back and at the end of the day, run through the list of everything you have achieved. Even if it feels like you've done nothing, I'm sure you have. From the little things right up to the big achievements, reminding yourself of the positive things that you have achieved will help shift your mindset from a negative overwhelmed state to a positive, yep, I'm doing a great job state. So there you go, 25 easy ways to help you practice self-care. Now notice that none of them was necessarily like go eat a bar of chocolate or go have a bath or go out to lunch with friends. Now all of those things are great and definitely not dismissing them. These 25 ideas go deep because not only do they make you feel good, but they help you be the type of mum that you want to be. They help you be a calmer mum by topping up your cup long term. It's not just a quick fix. And instead, these are the things that you use every day to make looking after yourself an equal priority to your kids and something that you just get in the habit of doing. You start doing these in your life and I know that you'll start noticing a change in the type of mum that you are. And of course, when you are a better mum, parenting becomes easier, which means your kids react better, which means everyone in the family wins. Okay, I hope this has been a helpful episode for you. Remember, you can pop over to my website at www.blissedoutmums.com.au for heaps of resources and freebies to help you look after yourself and to be the type of mum that you want to be. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast. And if you can leave a rating and a comment, that would be awesome too. I really appreciate it. I hope you all have a wonderful week. You know, remember to spend time with your kids. They grow up too fast. Take a breath, calm down and be the calm parent that you've always wanted to be. I will speak to you next week. Bye.